This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound On each episode of BarkCast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. Hi Russell, how's your week been here at Canine Point Academy? <laughs> it's been good mate, thanks for asking. Excellent, so we've had a message come from our Facebook group. Cool. Which is, if you want to join our Facebook group, then please feel free. It's just search Canine Point on Facebook. Yes. And you'll find the group there. This is from Edwina. Cool. And it says, how to introduce prey-driven dogs to your very favourite animal. And it says here, the kitten. And then there's a kitten emoji. Okay. And I think that's a tiger emoji. <laughs> I'm sure why yeah. you put a tiger emoji. I hope she okay. hasn't got a tiger. But that, that's, yeah, I can't help you with a tiger, I'm afraid. No. That's, that's a hell of a kitten. I don't know, Edwina. Uh, so, Okie dokes. I don't know what prey-driven dog she has, but you've just got Brie. Yes, who, who is slightly prey-driven. Yes. is so, a prey-driven animal. To put it in uh, simple terms, if, if we're talking about prey-drive, it's just I see it, it's moving, it's running, I want to chase it and hunt it down. So what kind of dogs would be in that bracket? So I think uh, Border Collies, uh, Greyhounds, Small Dogs, Dashens, Westies, Jack Russells. Oh, Jack Russells, blimey. Uh, definitely prey-driven, I see it want to chase it you've also got hunt drive which is i can't see it i don't know where it is but i damn it want to go and find it if you're dealing with as edwin is a high uh, prey driven dog then yes if you're if your other pets in your house happen to be fast moving then you are potentially going to start eliciting a lot of prey drive in your in your dog i'm guessing edwin didn't say which one came first doesn't make a huge amount of difference but always good to know if the cat was there first or the dog was there first i, I think that yeah she doesn't if say she in a kitten, i'm message. gonna assume the dog was there first she's now brought a kitten into into the mix bottom line is whose house is it edwina it's yours it doesn't belong to the cat or the dog so you're the one that has to introduce some ground rules and you're the one that needs to control the situation and show your dog in particular how it is supposed to behave having some basic foundational obedience with your dog will help tremendously with this if your dog is pretty feral running wild allowed to do whatever it wants whenever it wants as cool as that might be for you and as conducive during your livelihood as it might be that's fine each to their own but you're going to struggle to get the dog under control when you need it and you're going to need it when it's chasing after your cat if the cat is quite flighty which a lot of kittens can be then again we're just going to start eliciting that prey drive if the cat's a bit ballsy for want of a better term and kind of sits and says bring it on sunshine and will quite happily stand there and swipe the dog in the snout i'm not saying i would suggest testing this as a theory but sometimes that can be enough for the dog to work out oh fair enough it's not particularly pleasant being around that thing i'll ignore it if um the kitten is running around like a kittens do yeah as all kittens do and all puppies dogs do, chase yeah. after it the dog will chase after it because it thinks it's Either it, it might not think it's prey, but it might also think it's just fun. But it, at least, it can just be that, um, but it could be something more. And this would depend on the individual dog. And without seeing the dog, I couldn't tell you how that's going to play out. Well, I guess if you see the dog with a cat in its mouth shaking like that... You that's can, not a good sign. No. But I've seen prey-driven dogs chase after cats and pick them up and carry them. And I know that that dog is inherently safe with that particular cat. They're just, quote-unquote, playing. But again, I'm, I, Edwin, I can't answer the, that question for you without seeing the dog as to whether your dog is liable to damage that cat or worse or whether it just wants to play okay so let's break this down then so let's assume that 
And, and I think the way that the Facebook message is written that she had the dog first because it's... I'm just going with it. It was a kitten. I'm assuming the kitten was a newbie. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm thinking. Okay. We've just got the kitten in. So, so you, but to be fair, either way, the process is the same either way. Okay. Um, and again, having some... If we work with having some functional obedience in play, I would have my dog on leash most of, if not all of the time, when I'm at home with the dog and the cat. A full leash or one of your little... Um... No, like a, like a normal six-foot leash. So the dog's got you know a few feet of freedom, but if the cat hoons by in the living room and the dog gives chase after it, it's only going to get five feet and then gets stopped. And I don't mean have it on leash and let go of the leash. Now you've got a dog running loose in the house with five feet of leash behind it getting snagged on chairs and what have you. So you are holding the other end of it. The benefit of doing that is you are now physically tied to your dog, which makes you more aware that your dog is there. You're more likely to engage and work with your dog through a process. If you can elicit the cat's help with this, this is always the fun part, have the cat in the room. If there's someone else in the house, try and get them to engage a bit with the cat. I want to see how reactive is the dog. Is the dog sort of snapping, snarling, foaming at the mouth? I've got to get after it. Or is the dog's ears sort of pricking up and kind of going, oh, hey, that's, there's something happening over there. You know, what sort of level are we talking about here? And also, how close does the cat have to be before the dog loses its mind? If the dog's in one room, can see the cat at the far end of the room and just doesn't care, calls up, goes back to sleep, great. Or does the cat, being somewhere in the house, my dog just won't settle because it has to find the cat. It knows the cat's there. Whereas some dogs, you know, the cat walks by, dog doesn't care. Cat swipes its nose, dog cares. Now, we've done a podcast in the past about introducing a new dog to an older dog mm -hmm. which i've actually then did it when yep. i introduced um a, a puppy dalmatian to, to maximus my my boxer would you do a similar thing with the kid bringing the kitten into the house yes and no but i want the cat to be free to make its own choices the one thing i absolutely do not do and advise anyone not to do is pick up cat or even puppy and take it to the other dog or vice versa it's i want them, everyone on the ground the ability to scarper if they want to the bigger problem with the cat is the cat's more likely to take flight and jump up on something and run off, which is going to elicit the prey drive in the dog, depending on the cat and or the kitten. I mean, a kitten as well doesn't potentially doesn't have a huge amount of experience with a dog. So it might not have, I mean, if it's a, if it's a nervous cat to begin with, like you get nervous puppies, it will want to stay away. If it's a very, very ballsy kitten, it, it'll hold its ground. If it's sort of anywhere in the middle of that, it might just be, well, it's a new experience. And if this goes well, then all is good. If it goes south, then the next meeting, it's going to want to take flight and get away because it knows what happened the last time. So us having the dog on the leash can, A, number one, it stops the dog chasing the cat. So it helps the cat understand that the dog isn't going to chase. So if the dog's not going to chase me, I don't have to run. It's not going to mean the cat isn't going to stop doing hoonies around the house like kittens tend to do. The, the bigger part of that is I want the dog to see the cat doing that, but being able to be with me, work with me, relax with me, and, and just chill out here. So I'm basically saying to my dog, hey, look, can you see that cat going bananas over there? And we're just going to ignore it. It doesn't matter. We're not interested. Now, we've talked before about when your dog is lying down or it's lying down next to you and it's just chilling out and you've got a little bit of something, a little treat, and you give it to it because it's in that state. H how would you reward the dog in this scenario? The same way. But that's, that's actually the bigger part of the problem. Most of the time, if not all of the time, I would argue, it, we've got a dog and a cat in the house and everything's fine. So we just carry on as normal. 
Then the cat takes flight. Dog starts chasing cat. We're now screaming and shouting. It's one or the other. Ergo, the only time we're giving the dog any attention is when it's chasing the cat. So the dog is now thinking, blind, when that cat comes in the room, you lose your mind. I need to get rid of the cat to calm you down. Which is true, because once it's all done and dusted and the cat's out in the garden up a tree and the dog's inside, we're back to being, oh, again. So what I want to do is use the same process, but just completely in reverse. So when the dog is being calm and cool and collected and with me and relaxed, that's when I want to be engaging with my dog. I'll give it a fuss. I'll give it a stroke. I'll give it a pat. I'll say, good boy, good girl. I'll give the dog a treat. I'll engage with the dog. I might play tug. I'll play with the dog. I'll engage. I'll get to do things. That's fine. So the dog's sat lying down next to me. I'm giving it a couple of treats, playing with it, giving it a belly rub. All of a sudden, old Thomas, as I've yep. called the cat, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Goes flying through the room. Goes dog flying jumps through the room and, and dog jumps up it. and tries to chase it. What do I do? Nothing, because I'm holding the end of the leash. So... What if I haven't listened to you, Russell, and I don't have a leash? Well, of course. Well, in that case, if you haven't listened... Because you have to, because you have to remember, not everyone is going to do everything you say. Correct. And I know they should do, and I know you get angry <laughs> at people when they don't do what you say, but some of us have a life where... But here's the well, thing. If no, 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 let me finish you're, before no, you jump you're in. you're right. You are right. I am, of course I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> so the dog sat... And I don't have the leash on the dog because, one, it's a pain in the... Yes. Backside, yes. walking around my house with a leash dog. Yes. And also, I got a dog and I got a leash. The leash is when I walk the dog, not when I'm in the house. So I haven't listened to you, Russell. Mm-hmm. And, and forgive me, and you can be angry at me as you, you're looking like you're angry at me now. But not everyone is going to follow that and have a leash on no. the dog. So, so let me ask you the question. If the dog's not on the leash and the cat runs through the house, what's going to happen? Well, this is why I'm asking you. What's going to happen? I know what's going to happen. So do I. Old Fido. So let's what go. What was the dog's name in Tom and Jerry? I can't think of it. He was uh, a big bald uh, dog, yeah. wasn't he? Can't um, think of his name. Anyway, the, the, the dog... Was it Brutus? No, but we, let's call it Brutus, Brutus for now. Um, I forgot that. Brutus goes banging after Thomas. He's going to smash through the house and try and catch the cat. But what do I do if I haven't listened to you? And I'm sorry I haven't listened to you. That's okay. And I'll no get, need to apologise. Sorry, Russell, we didn't have a leash on our dog at 24-7 get because we lot. do have a normal life. What do I do? Not a lot. Go and get the dog. Well, that's Bartcast. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you want me to say? Do you want me to say, oh, say these magic words, no, no, click no. your three fingers, then two fingers, and then the second one again, and it's all stopped to magic? There's no magic Listen, way of doing I'm, this. I'm not Dorothy going to Oz, okay? Yeah. <laughs> my, but my point being is, I, I, I get I your there's point. No, there's no magic words. But, but what do I do in that situation? What, go and get your dog. Do I go crazy? No. Do I not super, go crazy? Super calm. Do I let it just go and get so your dog? Answer the question rather than being facetious. Thank you. Go and get the dog. And in any situation where your dog's losing its mind, just go and get them and come back inside. Sort the issue out. Don't start screaming and shouting. Don't start, you know, bad dog, bad dog. Just go and get the dog, bring it back inside, sit down, and you're back to being calm and relaxed again. So what you would do, Brutus is chased after Thomas. He smashed the kitchen to pieces luckily trying we don't, to get... Luckily, we don't have a mouse because that would cause a whole <laughs> bunch of issues. Yeah. But Brutus has run out, so you're going to calmly get up I mean, you're gonna, might, you're might gonna do it with a, bit of, with a bit of speed, okay? Right before the dog. But you're going to walk up, and you're gonna, when you say grab the dog, are you just going? I'm assuming you might have a collar on your dog, or even if you don't have that, I'll grab the leash that I should have had on the dog in the first place. Go and slip it over my dog's neck, and calmly walk away with the dog. And say, hey, come on, Bruce, let's go and hang out over here again. And to go back to your previous point of, no, I get it. It's just too much like hard work. But then tell me, having kids is super, super easy and no drama whatsoever, right? 
Absolutely, Russell. It's yeah. absolutely fine. It's, no it's absolutely problem fine. No problems at all. <laughs> I've not had to put any work or effort into that whatsoever. Oh, God, don't even get me started. Having a dog is work. And this is going to sound really insert expletive here. Bottom line is, if you've brought the dog into your life, if you're not going to put in the work to control it, that's on you. Totally get that. But I also, I'm sitting there with a dog with a leash on in the house. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird concept for people. And of I'm course just, it's a weird concept. But for me, having a child in the house is a weird concept. That's why I don't have them. I, I do understand. But you also have to understand that not everyone yeah. is as... Uh, committed to it. And I, I do get that. And look, I say to people... And I, sorry, I know how frustrated you get that not everyone is committed, but I am just trying to get I don't you, get frustrated about yes, you do. the lack of commitment. I get yes, frustrated when it's, we're having big, big, big problems. I was like, well, have you tried what I said to do? Oh, no, it's just too much like hard work. Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have given you the easy option. Listen, I'm really one. sorry. I've, I've You've opened a can of worms. <laughs> I haven't really you? have. Russell's let's, gone off on one. Let's get, <laughs> let's get, I shouldn't have done this, but... Anyway, there's reasons for it. Um, let's get back to Edwina. So we've introduced the, the Have kitten. Have you got on a leash? <laughs> we've introduced the kitten to Brutus. It's about, in a nutshell, it's about you want to be as calm and relaxed and as fun and rewarding with your dog as possible. And all of a sudden, all of those good things, I sit with you, I get a treat. I lie down with you, I get a treat, I get a belly rub, I get fusses. Everything is great. When I, oh, hang on a minute. Wow, there's a cat in the room. Oh, but mummy's still doing the same things. She's calm. She's cool. She doesn't care about the cat. She's saying, come over here to me. And I sit and I get another tree and a fuss. Well, that's cool. But wait, the cat's still in the room. Oh, but no one seems to care. So, and over, do this once or twice, nothing changes. But over time, the dog has now seen the cat in the room, jumping on the sofa, running around, doing what kittens do. But we've conditioned it that it doesn't have to react and work with or chase the cat because hanging with me and working with me is way more exciting, it's way more fun, it's way more rewarding, notwithstanding the fact that you just don't seem to care about this other animal in the house. And over time, that's when the dog starts to work out. Oh, the cat just walked in the room, but oh yeah, it's the cat, I know the cat. And the dog's seen it so many times now, it just doesn't care. And having the leash gives you that immediate element of control that you otherwise don't have. And as much as yet, oh, I forgot, or it slipped out my hand, or what have you, get fine to deal with the situation i'll go and grab the leash or if the dog's got a collar on i'll just take that i'll calmly go over grab them take them back to wherever i need them to be separate and we move on without the shouting screaming that gets associated with it just one final point when i talk about having the dog on leash there's a very big difference between you holding the end of it and back tying it to a table or a chair do not do the latter having the dog on the leash is my way of saying you are physically connected to your dog. If you back tie it to a chair, you're disengaged. We're under this false sense of security. Well, the, the dog's secure, it's tied to the chair. But what happens next? Cat runs through the room. Dog takes off after it. There's now a chair chasing the dog, with dog chasing the cat. That's never going to win well. If it's attached to you, you can respond the right way. I, I do get it. And um, you've obviously had a bulk load of leashes that have come in from China yeah. or something you're trying to flog at the moment, yeah. to be oh, honest. If you would like a new leash, I can. <laughs> come and see us at Canine Point Academy. Canine Point Academy. <laughs> there we go. Well, Edwina, I hope we've answered your question. Um, I, I think that Russell is right and I'm, I'm wrong. Uh, I'm not going to completely disagree with that. Mm. But it's about 
just being consistent with showing the dog the picture that you want them to see, rewarding it consistently, and you'll get there. Cool, man. Thanks, Russ. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, mate. Bye. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy. BarkCast was created and produced by Shark 13 Productions. If you are looking to start a podcast or would like to learn more about how a podcast can work alongside your current marketing plans, then contact us now at j at shark13productions.com.